Shit, I'm never like you know it's but you pack it with the automatics. We gon' set them to have it. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey. Woo! <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Ultimate Men's Playbook Podcast. My name is Tom Kayette, and today, life-changing advice. I don't know you. I don't know your specific situation. So obviously this advice is going to be a generality, but listen, apply these two concepts and over time, everything changes. So let's get into it. What are they? Number one, change your mental diet. I know you've heard this before, but everything changes when you get in tune with a few key areas, what you watch, what you read, who you follow and who you spend your time with. Now there's some people out there might be you, who'll watch a movie every single night or they'll watch their favorite TV show within another TV show, or they'll thumb through an hour of funny reels daily. All right. You know, on TikTok or Instagram, listen, I do that sometimes I get it, but there's some people who are just obsessed with it or they'll play candy crush on their phone, whatever it may be. Now, let me ask you something. What value did you get from that? Did you get some escape? Did you get some entertainment? If that's your gig, I mean, you go for it. I mean, this podcast is not for you then, but here's the flip side. What if you take that same amount of time or even half that time and maybe work out, get a workout schedule. And so many people complain that they don't have enough time, but they sit in front of the TV and they'll watch a movie. So they'll watch a guy like uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, and they'll say, man, he's a badass. I want to be like The Rock. I love how he kicks, kicks ass. I love how he oozes charisma. Why can't you be that guy? There's no reason why you can't develop your body, get stronger, get more muscular, get more athletic, and have that same effect. You're your own real-life action hero by just taking some steps, okay? Now, there's some people who might just say, hey, wait a second, I could probably do both. I could watch TV, and I can work out at the same time. There's a thought for you. Okay, how about this candy crush or... uh, thumbing through TikTok and, you know, peeping at the, uh, the good looking chicks on Instagram or whatever people do. I mean, guys are, are funny that way. I'll tell you right now, here I am in Costa Rica. I could take an app called Duolingo and I can actually learn the Spanish language. So I've been here, what, a year and seven months. I can walk down the street and get into a conversation with a local and I can either do okay or I can flourish Or I could do fucking bullshit because I didn't learn the language because I didn't get onto the app learning Spanish. So that guy will look at me and says, hey, you know, how long have you been here? I'll say a year and seven months. Like, what's your excuse for not at least knowing a little bit of Spanish? Well, I was too busy on TikTok. I mean, just fucking pathetic. All right. You could take that same time and walk the dogs, play with the dogs, have your dogs become more obedient. The point is there's so much more you can do than just watch TV. Notice the return on the investment in your relationships, your health, your development of skills versus watching actors pretend to be somebody they're not. Think about it now. So number one, what you watch is critical to where you could go with your life or what you just choose not to watch and instead do something more productive. That's number one. All right, let's talk about reading. You notice uh, when you tune into CNN, for example, on your phone, you wake up first thing in the morning and you have your breakfast. It's always negative news. And guess what? It's attention grabbing. And in some cases, it's just sheer government propaganda. 
One week we're sucked in by COVID hysteria. Everyone's going to die. Everyone's going to get sick. The world's coming to an end. And the next moment, you don't hear about COVID anymore because a war breaks out in Ukraine. And World War III is going to start. They want your attention. The more attention they grab from you, the more your eyes are on their advertisements. Like seriously, guess what you get in return? Anxiety, fear, worry, paranoia, stress. Here's the flip side. You could just shut it all off. I mean, the world goes on without you. And you go on without that fucking news. If something was critical, believe me, you'd get a call. You'd know locally what was going on. So what can you do instead? All right, flip side, you can read 10 pages from a really good book. Learn and uh, apply something proactively that's good for you. That's good for the community. So again, be aware of what you read. Take a look at everything that you read on a regular basis and say, okay, there's a place for entertainment, but there's a place for brainwashing that should not be in your life. Who do you follow? Okay, think of Facebook, okay? You've got your friends on Facebook. I've seen so many Facebook fights where somebody makes a comment that might be controversial and then somebody challenges and then you look at the thread of uh, conversation and there's a fight that broke out with somebody you don't even know. I look at something like that I block and I delete all of that shit. It just, it sucks you in to something you shouldn't even be sucked into. All right. Anybody who's virtue signaling, any of that kind of stuff. If I see that gone, blocked, deleted, I just, I want to have a positive feed. I want to learn from people. I want to be inspired by people. I don't need the controversial shit. I just remove it. So I don't even waste my time with that kind of stuff. Same thing with Instagram, you know, case in point, a guy like Dan Bilzerian. All right. So here he is showing off his lifestyle, the drugs, the girls, stupid shit, parties, or you can follow somebody like Goggins. Okay. So how would you want not want to work out and do hard things when you listen to a guy like Goggins? All right. The, the challenges that he went through to become who he is now. And he's saying, Oh, come on, motherfuckers, you got to do this. And you're like, shit, man, I can't even get off the couch. Of course I can. All right. So take a look at who you follow. Is that person building you up? Is that person inspiring you? Is that person helping you become better? Or are you just living vicariously through that person? Are you that kind of guy who follows Tom Brady and has a Tom Brady shirt and says, man, I'm all about Tom Brady. Tom Brady doesn't give a fuck who you are, really. He doesn't, okay? You're nobody to Tom Brady, really, because he doesn't know you. But you're wearing that shirt, man. You're part of the team. I mean, you're, you're a Brady fan. It's, it's actually kind of sad. Right now, don't get me wrong. I like watching Tom Brady because here's a guy who, when you think he's down and out, he's going to perform, and and with that calm mindset, he's going to win the game. I respect that so much, but I'm not going to wear his uh, name on the back of my shirt. Come on. How about who you spend your time with? Years ago, I lived in a small community full of cops and firefighters. Now, I respect police officers. I respect firefighters, uh, valued members of society, fantastic guys. But here's the thing, during their off time, I don't know whether it was just, you know, like de-stressing or what, they'd all convene in, in Tony's garage and shoot the shit for hours, drinking beer, talking about the hockey game and how to fix the hometown team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. All right. I had a choice. I, you know, am I going to be one of the guys and go into the garage and drink beer with them and shoot the shit with them and, and talk about stupid shit? I had kids I preferred to spend my time with. I had a network of entrepreneurs that I discussed ideas with. Now, am I knocking the garage get-togethers? Hell yeah. Am I going to have a conversation with drunk men about who should be starting goalie with the Toronto Maple Leafs? 
listen, I don't need acceptance. I don't need belonging from them. Do you? Great guys. Hey, how's it going, man? You know, stay in touch. How are the kids? That kind of stuff is fantastic. Once in a while, have that conversation with them. But every fucking night, I mean, I got better things to do. How about you? If you were given an arena to completely transform your body, your focus, your finances, and your family, would you take me up on it? Join the league, leagueofelite.com. Part one was about changing your mental diet. Part two is about making replacements. All right, so here's the replacements. Number one, replace Netflix with sleep. People watch hours after their bedtime for one last grasp of fulfillment because they got none at work. They're not satisfied, so they're sitting in front of the TV hoping to get some kind of excitement, live vicariously through somebody, all right? And they stay up way longer than they should. They'll go to bed at 11.30, 12, 12.30. One more episode of this series. Uh, you've probably done it before. Maybe not. I don't know. But what do you feel like the next day? You're just dragging. You're too tired to wake up early for that morning workout. You come home. You're too tired to cook, so you order some fast food. Now you're in a vicious cycle. It does not get any better from there. All right? So replace it with sleep. Go to bed on time. Get that proper sleep and just it's amazing how well you feel that next morning when you went to bed on time, you had a restful sleep and you feel you can take on the world. Number two, replace fake influencers with inspiring creators. I would rather follow a guy like Goggins than some roided up bodybuilder who got that way because of steroids. I see these young punks, you know, you see them two years prior and they're just scrawny. And then two years later, they're jacked as fuck. And you're like, okay, I'm going to follow that guy on Instagram and I'm going to follow his advice. No, I'd rather uh, follow the guy that was in the trenches like Goggins, right? I would rather follow a guy like Ed Milet, who has the wealth, but is um, trying to give back to the community. doesn't show off all his wealth versus the guy posing by his Lambo in Hawaii saying, look at me. Here's a big one. Replace toxic friends and toxic acquaintances with mentors. There's a guy on my street, I'm not going to say his name, who complains about everything, whether the service in Costa Rica, he's jealous, he just loves conflict, road rage, always liking to give his opinion, always liking to give his advice, have the last word. Guys like that are so unbelievably toxic. There was a point in time where I said, enough is enough. I can't stand being around this guy. I just stopped talking to him. That was it. We just shut the door on it. Never look back. I take a look at a guy like that who just drains you where you're in their presence. And it's like, you're just cringing at the thought of like, when are you going to leave? When are you going to get out of my way? When are you going to go home? Right? Versus somebody who makes you feel good. Somebody who inspires you, gives you feedback, gives you words of encouragement. So Anybody you know who you think is toxic, get away from them. Ignore them. You do not owe them anything. You don't owe them an explanation. They know what they're up to. They know they're toxic. They probably can't even stand themselves. Back off. Find somebody who makes you feel good. Replace complaining with gratitude. You're always going to find something to complain about, both little and small. The air conditioning's not working. The blender is broken. The dog shits everywhere. It's too hot out. Gas prices are too high. They're letting in illegal immigrants. Have you ever listened to yourself when you're like this? I mean, what sick satisfaction do you get from being this way? Gratitude, man. What are you grateful for? All right. Come to Costa Rica. Drive around. You'll see some of the houses with, um, there's no glass in the windows. 
mean, you can have bugs just flying right through their houses, through the windows. Their vehicles, some of them are from the 70s because some of these people cannot afford cars. They're driving whatever they can and they're going the extra miles on fumes. People with no shoes, hustling for work. And then you realize, man, fuck, do I ever have it good? Boy, did I ever have it good in Canada. Okay, then you look at North America. People have mortgaged homes. They've got this 3,000 square foot home that they're uh, living out of. They're, you know, the bank owns it. They finance their Mercedes. They have a line of credit where they took a trip to Hawaii and they're living this lifestyle, but none of it is like, none of it's theirs. They're just living off of somebody else. And there comes a point in time where you have to pay the piper and that's not always going to be there. All right. So these are the people who are fucking complaining. All right. Take a look at the situation. Stop complaining and have a little more gratitude. Replace blame with responsibility. The moment you pin blame on someone else, you've lost all control to make changes for the better. You have no power. In my case, I know this sounds weird. Everything is my fault, even if it isn't. I don't need to win an argument and be right. I just need to make the best possible outcome in any given situation. Give an example. Uh, mortgage went, uh, rates went up and you can't afford your monthly payments. So whose fault is that? Downsize. Car payments for two vehicles are too high now that the gas prices are up. Sell a car. Take ownership. Buy something a little more gas friendly. The gyms are closed because of COVID. So whose fault is it? Who cares? You can't train? Yes, you can. Build your own home gym. Okay, so the point is this. You can blame and you can point fingers and get nowhere and take all of that energy to just blame somebody or you take responsibility, you take ownership and say, what do I need to do based on the circumstances to make this the best possible situation for me and my family? All right, personal responsibility. That's where it's at. Finally, replace overthinking with action. You can overthink to the point of paralysis. Believe me, I've been there and you just overthink, 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 and you can't do anything. You're just like mesmerized by the situation and you're fearing the worst. My advice for you, take calculated action. After you take the action, assess the situation. Modify your approach. Take corrective action. It's a constant feedback loop. You're so much better off when you do this. You'll be learning from mistakes, you'll be winning consistently, and you'll be feeling better for taking action versus doing nothing. We need a bottom line in all of this, and there's a place that has clues. Look at your phone and how much time it says you spend on various activities. I think it's called screen time. People spend up to nine hours daily on their phone. Nine fucking hours. Imagine this. You sleep for seven hours. You work for eight hours. That's 15 hours in total. Of those 15 hours, the rest of your time is on your phone? Is that even possible? Is that even normal? Of course not. Now look at the one place you spend most of your time. So let's say half of that time. Let's say uh, Facebook, four hours. Bring your Facebook down, uh, time down to two hours if you're, if you're doing business through Facebook. All right. Maybe we even bring it down to one hour if it's just social stuff. And connect with real people. How about Netflix? You're spending four hours on Netflix? Why not cut in half instead of two movies? Why not just one movie? Replace it with something more productive. How about friends? Who do you spend most of your time with? For me, it's my wife, my kids, my clients, where it's productive, or a men's leadership group. Now, with you, are they a plus, a minus, or a neutral? If they're negative, toxic neighbors, gone. Garage buddies, 
minimized. Complaining brother-in-law, minimized. Replace it with somebody positive, all right? You are who you hang around with. Believe me, it's always true, okay? Upscale who you hang around with. That's it, guys. That's the podcast. Take one of these things and actually apply something from it. Watch your life change. Take a few of these concepts. Watch your life change dramatically. Take all of these concepts and practice them on a regular basis. Look out. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Subscribe, share with your friends, and be sure to check out the Ultimate Men's Playbook available now at Amazon.com.